0: Breathe in one, two, three. Now out one, two, three, four. Excellent. Tonight's tale of mystery, intrigue, and murder is truly spine tingling. Calm mystery. Bloodlines by Dennis Palumbo Read by Perry F. Bruns It had been so easy. The girl, standing at the leaded glass window, watched the mist outside begin to rise. A pale light filtered the trees. The rain had finally ebbed. Still, the humidity made the thick robe she'd worn from the lake cling like a shroud. She turned away from the window and shrugged it off. Roberta crossed the bedroom. She thought of it now as her room and pulled a simple print dress from the walk-in closet. So easy. She tossed her thick brown hair, still wet from her regular morning swim. Pushing it back from her face, she headed briskly for the door without a glance at the floor-length mirror. As always, she walked more slowly once in the common halls slowly and deliberately, as if encircled by heavy chains that only she could see. Standing at the door to the library, she caught sight of Carlos, spying on her as usual. He quickly looked away, made a show of wiping a speck of dust from a brass wall lamp. That's Carlos, she thought, always making a show. Like last night at dinner, whisking her emptied wine glass onto his tray, wearing those ridiculous white gloves the old man insisted on when Carlos served dinner. How he must despise the old man. How he must despise us. Yet she couldn't help but notice his good looks. Roberta smiled. Maybe. But such thoughts would have to wait. For now. She went into the library, closing the huge double doors behind her. Hundreds of leather-bound books loomed over her like dark angels from high-shadowed shelves. Roberta went to her usual table by the bay window. She sat in the overstuffed chair. Sunlight splintered into dusty streams by the thick blinds. Finally, she pulled an old book down from a shelf and began idly flipping the pages. So easy. Of course, she'd hated the old man for as long as she could remember. Despite the family's wealth, the mansion in upstate New York, the trips to Europe when she was young the gifts, but how he'd mistreated her mother, beat her and humiliated her in front of his cronies, the other family bosses, those large and dangerous men who always seemed to be in their house, and he'd cheated on her openly with actresses and models. Roberta had felt his hand and the sting of his belt all her young life. Even at the party for her first Holy Communion, when he'd caught her eavesdropping on a whispered conversation with that congressman. She hadn't understood a word, not one word, but he'd slapped her anyway, repeatedly, her tears staining her brand new white communion dress. He was a tyrant at home, as well as a monster in life. Even in private school in Switzerland, she'd read in the papers about the attempt by the U.S. attorney to bring him to trial. One time they thought they had a case, the court date was set, but the witness soon disappeared. How she'd hated growing up in that house. Hated seeing her mother with her before her time. And she'd been such a beauty when she'd married the old man. Roberta had seen the pictures. The only fatherly presence in her life and the only solace for her mother had been the parish priest. He knew how they suffered and hovered about as much as possible. Drinking tea in the afternoons with her mother, taking them both to the parish carnival and the Christmas pageant. He was always so attentive, so kind. A sound behind her made her start. The maid, Maria, had just come in to clean. Roberta, willing herself not to turn, could just see her out of the corner of her eye. Maria, head bent, muttered a quick apology and exited. Roberta guessed the maid's thoughts. Poor sad girl, sits all day with the dead books turning pages. Even though Roberta had pitied her own mother, who'd grown old and ill in the Don's house, more and more she stayed away, finally choosing to live and go to college in Paris. Until that day the overseas call came and she flew back to sit at her mother's bedside as she lay dying. The old man had fled the country years before, hours ahead of a grand jury indictment. It was just the two of them now. Should I send for Father Tom? Roberta had asked, clasping her mother's hand, but the dying mother had shaken her head. No, there wasn't time. Besides, there was something she needed to tell Roberta, something she must know. How hard it had been watching her mother die, but harder still hearing her last words. Because in those final moments, Roberta's world turned upside down. Thank you, detectives, for listening to tonight's Calm Mystery by the Murder Mystery Company. I'm Perry F. Bruns. Would you like to show somebody you care? Is there a mystery fan in your life? Couldn't they use a quiet moment and a great story? I'm doing personal stories of 20 minutes or less. Something personal like this can make a friend or family member feel truly loved in an otherwise dark time. They're only $49, and you can email me at calmmystery, that C-A-L-M, mystery, at gmail.com. In the meantime, stay tuned for more tales to tingle and terrify while giving you a needed break from the outside world.